I don't think any of us are, are comfortable with it, to be perfectly honest, Jonathan. Um, I think my colleague Ivana Batchik and the Shannad made the position of the Labour Party quite clear in that we do believe that really the public nomination system is the way in which people being appointed to boards, in which that should be done. And unfortunately, you know, I think this has been a mess. Um, but I do think we need to learn lessons from it. And um, I mean, in my own department, for example, um, I, I've just been asking how, how things are done and appointments that are made by the minister do come through the public system. But I, I've found out that actually nominations, which are nominations to various bodies like governing bodies of higher education institutions, don't necessarily come through that system. So I want to, you know, in, in my own department, I want to make sure that, that I, I want to change that. Uh, and, you know, so I think there are lessons that we generally have to learn in terms of how these things are done. But the matter, uh, the matter Unfortunately, and that they should, you know, they should be done on the on, on a basis of public knowledge. But the matter isn't concluded at the moment because John McNulty is still uh, the Fine Gael nominee for that Shannon post, and you're going to, as a TD, have to vote on that. I mean, is it at this stage should Mr. McNulty gracefully stand down? Well, I don't think that's a matter for me to to say anything one way or the other on because he is the nominee. Uh, he is. You know he's nominated and is now on the on the ballot paper. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not going to say that. No, but will, 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 well, you, you as a Labour TD, as you're a government TD, are going to be asked to vote for him. Well, we 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 will vote, and um, as will all TDs. But you know, I think what we have to do from this is to learn the lesson of it and to acknowledge that uh, that it was. But sure, it's, 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 uh, it's still going to if it's going to happen. Still, we can learn the lesson. There's no point in learning the lesson when you can still change something. Well, as I understand it, he is correctly nominated. He has been accepted as, as a nominee um, by those who organise the Shannon elections. So that that is the situation now, and that that is the situation that we have to deal with as it is. It's an awful position for the Labour Party to, be, to find themselves in. Well, I mean, I suppose we have, we have as a government said that we want these things to be more transparent and we want them to be done. And then Enda Kenny in, goes in and does this? Way. So, I mean, I, I would just, I mean, I would, my point is that we, we have to learn from this. And uh, I think we all in our own departments have to learn as well, because as I say, I have, I have, I'm not entirely satisfied with the way in which, you know, in which I have, I am, I'm operating in my own department. So I think all ministers have to ensure, and the government as a whole has to ensure now that, uh, that we put systems in place for the future that will avoid anything like this happening. So the bottom line, uncomfortable as you are, this is a done deal, but it can't happen again. Well, I believe it shouldn't happen again. And I believe that we need to take specific actions to ensure that it won't happen again. Minister for Education and Skills, Jan O'Sullivan there. Of course, it is happening now and uh, technically has yet to happen because the nomination paper is there, but he isn't actually in the Shannon yet. So is there still an opportunity to stop this if there's so much disquiet and discomfort that is out there? Um, Despite Jan O'Sullivan's comments and and others, uh, the Justice Minister, Francis Fitzgerald, has said that John McNulty's appointment isn't going to cause rift at all in the coalition. Francis Fitzgerald saying Mr McNulty is a very capable candidate for the Shannon. He brings business experience, he brings experience of rural Ireland and various organisations that he's been involved in uh, to uh, the role and I believe he'll make a very fine uh, candidate and a very fine member of the Senate. In fact, that's pretty much what it says on the list of candidates for John McNulty that's formerly there. He was proposed by Tisha Genda Kenny and the reason for it, knowledge and practical experience of national language and culture and art 
and it's down there that he's a businessman and a board member of the Irish Museum of Modern Art. This isn't a real question about John McNulty's ability, John McNulty's ability to perform in the Shannon. He could make a very fine senator, better than the ones that are there. It's how he got to that position and that panel. That's at question here. We've asked Heather Humphreys to come on the programme. We've been told that she's not available. Uh, we've sent a series of questions to her office. We are awaiting answers to those. And we've also asked the Fine Gael Press Office who the seconders for the nomination of John McNulty were uh, to that Shannon by-election. Enda Kenny, as I said, proposed him. But we're curious as to who the others were. And uh, we're awaiting a response to that as well. When we get it, we'll give it to you. And News Talk's Shona Murray has been catching up with Fine Gael Senator Coit Keane. Um, Shona, good afternoon. What does she have to say about this? Well, Coach Keane, unlike Jana Sullivan and Francis Fitzgerald, doesn't see this as a fait accompli. She thinks that John McNulty should consider reconsider running for the Shannon. She was out in Temple Oak yesterday where she's been canvassing for the Dublin South West by-election. And she mentioned a few things to me. She first of all said that she was very disappointed that three women previously shortlisted for the Shannon role had been usurped for John McNulty in this way at a time when quotas were being introduced into the next general election and when, of course, we know no women were promoted to any junior ministerial positions in the last reshuffle. She also said that it was uh, important for Minister Humphreys to say whether she knew that John McNulty was to be put forward for the Shannon before she appointed him for the board, uh, the role of the and um, the board of Emma. And then she made the point that um, this could uh, very well hamper the party's chances in the by-elections, and that again, Mr. McNulty should reconsider running for the Shannon. I didn't join Finnegill to be full of all right or any light. I'm my own person. But I do think really it could, uh, it is ha- having a damaging effect on the party, uh, you know, and I think that's all that people are talking about. There's an awful lot that we could be talking about, particularly at a by-election besides a nomination to the Shannon. And that's why I would say maybe he should look at it uh, just as a good man himself and say, well, um, I might consider my position. Did I get there? Would I would I want it for somebody else I think uh, you know he should look at maybe consider his position himself and say look at I'm doing more damage than good I'm not going to do you know go forward I think he would do himself a great service I think he would do now I looking at say does it going to damage me uh, hopefully it won't because I think I had no hand act or part in it I don't believe uh, in stroke politics and uh, so I don't think it should damage me but you don't know I don't speak for the Minister. I, uh, as I said, I had over 20 expressions of interest for this Shannon position. I looked at them, I interviewed Mr McNulty myself. I found him to be a person of energy that would make a very good member of Shannon This operation is a very, very significant operation. It's an operation against organised crime gangs in Europe and indeed further afield in, in South America. The cost of putting an operation like this together for the organised crime gangs is significant. Uh, that money is taken out of circulation, but more importantly, the drugs are taken out of circulation. It has grown, and I have seen it grow from 25 exhibitors to up to 1,400 now. It's something that I wouldn't like to see getting any bigger, because what we have at the moment, I would love to be able to keep that at that number and to give it the services that exhibitors and spectators need. What I want them to do is to continue to promise what they said he would do, that he would end homelessness by 2016. Now, going on today's figures of a 54% increase in the last year, that's not going to be possible in 2016.
That was uh, the Mayor of Dublin, Christy Burke, speaking to me a little earlier. Um, the, the John McNulty story, there are so many strands to this, Mick. Um, and as I used to say in The Wire, all the pieces matter. This is a complete and utter shambles for Fine Gael at the moment. And what should have been something that slipped so far below the radar, a Shannon by-election, has now blown up to be a major internal issue for the party. I mean, let's start with Enda Kenny. He seems to have thrown poor old Heather Humphreys just a couple of weeks in Cabinet under the bus. He does. Um, I suppose the first thing, Jonathan, is it's interesting that uh, this controversial appointment to the board came through the minister who was recently appointed in the reshuffle, who was regarded prior to her appointment as being a very unlikely person for elevation. Yet she was elevated. Presumably that came with a certain amount of loyalty attached. And therefore, you would have to suspect that, um, well, certainly what it looks like is Mr. Kenny or somebody on his behalf um, most likely instructed her or advised her to make this appointment. That's the first thing. The second thing is the stupidity of it. People have called uh, Fine Gael Fianna Fáil light and I think that's very appropriate because Fianna Fáil would not ever have been as stupid as to try and pull something like this purely from the point of view of it was inevitable it was going to get out. They obviously didn't do any research because as we see now that members of the board of Emma must resign if they're running for an election, which would have precluded uh, Mr McNulty in the first place from being there at all. And the idea that they'd have been able to keep the whole thing under wraps, it just beggars belief. Now, one thing I would say, Jonathan, I just like I have a certain amount of sympathy for John McNulty. I don't know anything about the man, uh, but Mary, he has been Mary dragged into this. Every, Mary Lou MacDonald has sympathy for him. I have sympathy for him. You have sympathy for him. Here's a politician who, you know, tried to get elected to the council. Um, must have been delighted when he was told he was the Taoiseach's nominee for the Shannon. But it's the, the route that has been taken to get him there that has caused all of this controversy. And, and, and apart from that, John, none of it was necessary. Necessary. If there ever became an issue as to whether he was qualified culturally, look, everybody knows he or anybody could have waffled their way out of it. It wasn't even necessary to do this. But the problem now for Fine Gael is that you have the likes of John DC, who presumably has been waiting for an opportunity to come out and have a cut off end of Kenny and others out there now who would not be impressed with the way that Taoiseach has been handling things within the party for some time. This is giving them open ammunition. The opposition don't even have to do much. This is a problem of Fine Gael's making. But it looks like the reality of this now is that John McNulty is going to become a senator because the process has gone so far. He is. I mean, I don't think that's the the issue in terms of Mr McNulty and where this might have got him. The issue will be whether or not it has damaged or enhanced his prospects of election at the next general election, which seems to be what his candidacy is earmarked for. But, but, have the, no, but not even that. On a wider scale, Mick, is this going to damage Fine Gael? Oh, yeah, that's so just him personally. The, the, yeah. Oh, I don't know. question is that it has damaged it to this extent. Every little bit chips away at the notion that Fine Gael are... Uh, in somehow, let's put it, um, morally superior, uh, uh, the type of way they've tried to project themselves a lot of the times is we are not Fianna Fáil 
and, and new when, politics and all yeah, that. Yeah, and, and all that. All that, I think, every little bit, and there's been a number of instances, but this more than anything really chips away at that notion. The other thing is the implications for Andy Kenny himself. I mean, I don't think, I mean, if you look at it, last uh, December we had the, the, okay, you know, the pretty good news, the Troika gone. Right, we're back in charge again. Good news, something to feast on for the government. What happens? Bang. We have months of controversy over the Gardaí. A couple of weeks ago, we have a series of economic indicators that suggest on a macro level the country is doing extremely well. Good news. Fine Gael, look at us with Labour. We've sorted out the economy. What happens? Bang. They walk straight into this. You have to wonder, is it because the likes of Phil Hogan, Frank Flannery, even somebody like Alan Shatter and perhaps James Riley, those who formed the Praetorian Guard around Enda Kenny since the uh, attempted heave back in 2010, they're all gone. Who's talking to him now? The electorate in all of this uh, are members of the Oireachtas, Um and they, they are being asked to vote on uh, getting John McNulty in and, and he said it, it appears to be a foregone conclusion even Labour are admitting at this point there's nothing they can do about it apart from learn from the experience but how uh, it was supposed to be a secret ballot what are Fine Gael doing? We've heard some news on, on the process within the last while Well there seems to be suggestions that, that, that they're going to be called in next Wednesday I think it is and to um, even though nominally it's a secret ballot to sign the form there in a room. Now, I, uh, if that's the case, if there is anything other than... A, if there's anything that, for instance, could be perceived even to be putting pressure on uh, Oireachtas members to vote one way or the other, this thing will blow out of all proportion. I mean, I, I look, they've been stupid so far. I find it difficult to believe that they could be that stupid that it'll eventually come to that. If it does, I think this will get really a lot worse. If, if there's any suggestion that there's any pressure on anybody to vote in a particular way in what's supposed to be a secret ballot.